Sober Fierce with Aaron Frame, acknowledging the sense of loss that follows new sobriety. Hi, I'm Erin Frame, and I am here with another podcast of Sober Fierce. So, you know, I have kind of put off recording recently a bit. Um, You know, I just had so much energy in the beginning to talk to you guys about kind of my journey and stuff. And then, you know, life gets in the way. And I I had someone like reach out and said, are you going to be, you know, doing another podcast this week? And I said, oh, my God, it's already the end of the week. So the answer is I'm recording it, but it won't be out till next week. So, you know, what I wanted to talk to you about today is the feeling of sadness and grief. Um, I bring this up because, you know, I've had family here on and off since we're kind of, you know, dealing with this pandemic a bit more, um, which is fantastic. Um, I'm vaccinated. I'm proud to be double vaxxed. And I've had family come into town and there's been a lot of social kind of events and, you know, I've, I've done good. I mean, I haven't, um, you know, drank anything. I haven't been super tempted. I, I think about it, you know, I get this nervous energy kind of, because I don't really know what to do with that energy when those kind of, uh, moments are, are in my face. So, you know, I had kind of a a weird thing happen where I'm sitting at the table, family around, everybody having drinks. And I felt sad. I mean, I literally had this sense of sadness. And I just couldn't put my finger on it. I had to really breathe through it. I, you know, big deep breaths through my nose. Um, nobody noticed. I mean, if they did, I don't care. But uh, I didn't understand it. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? I mean, I'm sitting amongst family. We're right through a pandemic. I mean, what in the world? Why in the world would I be sad? So, you know, I got through the night and then, you know, I, I got home and I started thinking about it and I'm like, you know, I just don't feel fun. Um, and what I notice is that, you know, the beginning of the night, I'm a little bit uncomfortable. Um, as the night goes on, I'm still, finding these moments that I would normally be drinking to kind of, you know, soothe, um, the feelings that I'm having. And then at the end of the night, I'm usually on, you know, I feel comfortable. I'm talking, I'm engaging. I'm annoyed with every drunk person in the room. (laughs) Uh, it's kind of really annoying. I mean, I just keep thinking back. I'm like, I went out of my way to never really sound drunk. Um, that's why people never knew. But I guarantee you, if I could see drunk me as sober me, I would definitely see a difference. I, so like I said, I've, I've kind of tried to sit with it and think about why I'm feeling that way. I was talking to a good friend of mine, Carol, and she kind of said, you know, it sounds like grief, you know, and I'm like grief, you know, and I talked to another good friend of mine, Helen, and she's the one that actually did the acupuncture one with me. And she said, you know, you're kind of mourning your drunk self. You know, you're mourning that part of you. I mean, that's a huge part of you. We're talking 20 years, you know, of of that being a huge part of my personality, a huge part of what I'm doing. Um, so I, I, I have to acknowledge that, um, you know, Helen had suggested that I kind of 
baby it, you know, like what would a, what would you tell a child? You know, and I've heard this from many kind of scenarios, but what would you tell a child or your younger self, you know, um, if you're feeling sad and if you're feeling a loss, you know, um, you would really try to talk nicely, you know, to that person. Um, you would probably, you know, really try to put in focus the positives, you know, everything that's positive in your life. And, and, uh, Um, but in this scenario, it's not like, you know, I'm not grieving something that was good. I mean, I had a whole lot of fun, but I'm grieving something that I used to cope, you know? Um, so, you know, becoming sober is so much more than just not drinking. You know, I saw that post recently on Instagram, which by the way, Instagram is so amazing when you really tap into the sober kind of, you know, world on there. Cause it's just all sorts of awesome pages and people with just, and it's not even like, you know, uh, therapy type stuff. It's freaking hilarious kind of stuff. You know, uh, a lot of people just doing like short little skits. And I mean, I literally crack up and I really, w- I'm hoping that I can kind of figure out that world of funny, funny me, you know, cause I'm pretty freaking funny. I must tell you guys. So, um, but yeah, you know, I, um, I'm learning so much. I'm learning every day. Um, uh, something will pop up where I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, <sighs> I normally would have immediately grabbed a drink or not wanted to deal with it or, um, wanted to avoid it. You know, I mean, I still have this, you know, some bad habits of procrastination and, you know, avoidance and stuff. Um, but it, you know, moving forward, I just know how, how much stronger I already am after six months, six months on the first. Oh my gosh. It's just gone in a flash. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm really excited that I was able to kind of, um, figure out what that void was, um, and not have it make me feel like I'm less than, because that was kind of my thought is fun me is gone. Um, and it's, Fun me was fake me. Fun me was, you know, uh, was masked by alcohol. Fun me was fun a lot of times because of alcohol. Granted, I have a fun me that's not on the alcohol side too. Cause like I said before, I'm pretty funny. I can be at least. Um, so I think moving forward when I have those feelings, I really want to acknowledge them And like I said, kind of breathe through them and maybe it's okay to not say anything at that moment. And I think that's a lot of times where I feel, you know, it come on is comes on is when I feel the need to say something or, you know, put my opinion in, you know, and I'm also pretty opinionated, (laughs) but sometimes in those settings, I mean, it's like when there's a lot of people around, I would, I would need that alcohol to do that. Why do I need to do that? I don't need to do that. I mean, I need to do what feels right for me at the moment. And that's what I always need to kind of go back to when I start to feel that kind of anxiety, sense of loss, sense of grief. And I know that sounds so weird, you know, but it literally just feels like a hole in my stomach. Like uh, there's something really missing here. So what I'm trying to, you know, uh, fill that void with is just finding new great things about myself that maybe I had been really not connected to, uh, being sobriety is amazing. I mean, if you've, if you've never had the experience of, you know, being addicted to something, you'll never know how great it is. And I'm not telling people to go get addicted so they'll feel better after they're addicted. Cause that's not at all what I'm saying, 
but I, I kind of feel blessed in a way that I've obviously experienced. I've been, I'm definitely one of those people that feels like, you know, I am who I am because of what I've been through. And, uh, it's just going to make me so much stronger, uh, happier, balanced, um, hopefully just really get to know myself instead of avoid myself. And I think that's a, a, a really big thing to say, because I think a lot of people, you know, when it comes to addictions and things, I think they do, you know, try really hard to avoid the things about themselves that they're not comfortable with. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all a process. You know, my drink of choice right now is t- diet tonic water. I cannot believe I'm drinking diet. Like I've been so anti-diet sodas for so long. So, but I love tonic water. It's kind of this like feeling of, it's not alcohol, but it's kind of like something that would go with alcohol. So I've been, I've been drinking that, um, hope to get off the diet stuff pretty soon. Um, I can do the regular. I like it. It's just, it's got a lot of sugar. So, but I just kind of throw it out there. That's just an idea is tonic water. Um, I'm hoping to incorporate some really great non-alcoholic options for people, you know, uh, maybe in photo shoots and, and, uh, you know, just tagging businesses. So you have ideas of other things you can do. You know, I actually had my first little dinner party last night that kind of was a bust because one person got her COVID shot. She wasn't feeling well. The other one got um, held up with a dog um, who had just had surgery. So I had my really good girlfriend, Sheila, over and it was amazing. Um, But, uh, you know, no alcohol, you know, and as I was preparing dinner and everything, I really felt like I wanted that glass of wine. But, you know, I didn't I didn't do it. I, when she got here, I'm like, what can I get you? And it felt really strange because I had bubbly water, <laughs> tonic water. So these are all things I'm adjusting to. And this is like most people, they have more beverages in the refrigerator than stuff with alcohol and water in the side fridge, in the door. So these are all great things that are happening in my life. I just really love sharing them. This one just today, I'm, it's been on a piece of paper, you know, I've been like, okay, I've got to follow my script, but I, I'm, I'm so connected with this topic because I've been thinking about it so much the last week or two that I didn't need a script today. So there. So I guess that is it. Um, I do want to tell you that I did get this awesome bracelet. I don't know if you can see it, but it says fierce. You probably can't see it. It's too small, but it says fierce on it. Um, I bought it. I I might at some point, you know, uh, do something more custom you know, that I really like the, the cursive on, but I'm loving it. Like when I'm going out, either I'm wearing my sober fierce hat or I have my fierce bracelet on. And honestly, I probably should have got a necklace because I don't really wear bracelets much, but you know, every time I'm just feeling uncomfortable or challenged by something, or, you know, I'm a realtor. I mean, want to talk about a hard job. It's a hard job. And a lot of times I'd get super intimidated and I still do at certain situations. Um, you know, of course, experience kind of quashes that, but I just look down and I see my fierce bracelet and I'm like, you know, I had a friend tell me that it's like your, your, your shield or your, your Superman suit or whatever that looks like Supergirl suit. Um, so it's kind of cool. I'm, I'm actually thinking, I think I mentioned clothing and stuff, but I'm kind of gearing more towards maybe like one t-shirt, a hat and a bracelet or necklace for now. Um, so yeah, so I guess down the road, that's something that'll come up. Real estate's really doing really well right now. So I have a lot um, on my plate, but this is something that's really important to me too. So if you have any suggestions for non-alcoholic drinks, I'm definitely open to, you know, hearing about them, posting about them. Um, and please everybody, uh, find your sober fierce because whatever it is, whether it's about sobriety or just, 
about kicking ass and something else. Uh, feeling that feeling of fierce, just standing up straight, like nobody can mess with you. You know, you've got this. Um, you know, I, of course, you know, life situations can bring you down, but why does somebody's opinion of you have to bring you down? Why does somebody's, um, you know, uh, anything, I mean, why should anybody's opinion of you ever bring you down? Why is lack of feeling like you understand something, you know, something that needs to bring you down? I mean, there's, there's just so you're so great. Just know that you're great because you are, um, so I guess until next time, like I said, find your sober fears. Um, got a lot of fun stuff coming out and you should see it all soon. So, all right, guys. Bye. Listen to more episodes by going to soberfierce.com.